Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast and to this series of student stories, looking at real stories of success and transformation from real students who've been there and done it when it comes to achieving success in their exams using strategies that we talk about here on the podcast. Today, we're meeting Divine, who is a finance professional who came to me feeling overworked and overwhelmed while trying to fit studying for her accounting exams around a busy career and family life. We did three coaching sessions together, and the solution we came up with was to establish a good routine, prioritising a reasonable amount of sleep each night, not falling into the trap of burning the midnight oil and ending up getting burned out, and for her study strategy, leaning heavily on the flashcards technique that I was talking about in last week's episode, episode 70. And that was a great way to make sure that she could absolutely make the most of every precious moment of studying, because there wasn't that many hours in the day that she could spend on studying. So it was vital for her to be able to learn as fast as possible and make it stick as efficiently as possible. When it came to time management, she was also a fan of the Pomodoro study method, which you can check out in episode 15. If you'd like more details on how to use that. Finally, I just wanted to mention that you'll hear her refer to Outsmart Your Exams, my exam technique book, which uh, she found really helpful. (laughs) Uh, And if you want to find out more about that book and grab yourself a copy, you can head over to examstudyexpert.com forward slash outsmart for more details and a buy button link. Now, as you're about to hear, Divine ended up being fabulously successful, at least in the first module that I was helping her prepare for. She landed an astonishing 95%, which is a really, really high mark for an exam that I think she told me about half of people fail. So to to get such a high mark is really exceptional. And I think places her in sort of the top one or 2% on these notoriously challenging professional accounting exams. Without further ado, let's meet Divine and find out exactly how she did it. So I suppose the most important thing is say congratulations on your result. 95%. That was fantastic. I know, I know. I was actually quite surprised when I checked. Refreshing, refreshing. Score's not there yet. When I finally so I had to like take a second look to see that's my score. And I called my husband and I'm like, come look at my score. And he was like, wow, that's the score that you got. Yay! We were both very happy. And my children knew that I passed because they could hear me from the room. I was like just jumping and, you know, hey, this is great that I got. I passed, I passed. So, you know, and then it went and told them that I passed and this is the grade that I got. Everyone was happy that night. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Let's just take a, you know, rewind a little bit and kind of unpick what unlocked that success and ultimately magnificent success. So maybe just tell us a little bit about how things were going for you when we first met, what was going well, and perhaps anything you were struggling with a little bit, you know, what the major challenges were when we kind of first met. So at that time, I was on my way to finishing the material, but I have a plan, like I said, that I wanted to finish everything, all of the parts this year. 
but I was getting close to the end of the year. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, hold on. I need to start because at that point, I haven't actually set a date yet for my first exam. I was studying, but I haven't set a date yet. So in my mind, I'm like, hold on, let me take a step back and maybe I should start looking at the dates to see when I can set the exam and then go from there. But then what I realized was, since I'm also working full time, I don't have a lot of hours in my day that I can dedicate just for studying because I have other commitments that I got to deal with. Because I work full time, I also have to deal with my family. Obviously, I can't neglect that. I may have to reduce the amount of time, but I can't neglect that completely. So I was looking for ways to put in the hours. But I realized that it's not just so much about the hours that I need to worry about. I need to start thinking about smart ways for me to study. Because knowing the fact that I only have a limited amount of time, how could we go about it in a way that... I'm studying the material, but at the same time, I could actually retain it because the first section that I took, it's like a vast amount of information that I have to know, right? Granted, most of them are related to each other. It's still a lot. So I was kind of like a bit worried that if I want to set the exam at this date, can I actually set it at that date given the limited amount of study time that I have. So I was looking for ways online to to see what I could do. And I actually stumbled upon your site when I was researching about the Pomodoro method, where you wrote this really nice article about how it was laid out by the person. I can't remember the name of the person who who discovered it, but... Francesco Cirillo. Right. So, because like I said... For example, in the mornings, I only have like an hour available before I go to work that I can study. So how could I make the most out of that hour to still make sure that I'm putting in the hours, the hour that I need, but I'm actually getting the most out of that study time? Absolutely. So I wonder if we could just sort of unpick some of the things that made you so glad you did. What helped uh, in your case specifically? What were the things that really moved the needle for you in terms of, as you were saying, being able to, to study smarter and make the most of your you know, quite, quite limited time? So after I've already set the date, I, I really need to get things going here. And I only have, I think, a month and a half, a month and a half before the date. I don't have an actual date yet, but I have like, this is the timeline that I, when I want to do it, I'm like, I really need to do something because otherwise I'm going to lose all of this information that I've already studied for and, you know, I, I can't pass the exam. So like that kind of like pressure in a good way to say, I really need to make the most out of my time to make sure I can remember everything because I went through the material. Basically what happened was I had my study session spread out throughout 2020, primarily because of COVID. I couldn't really schedule at the initial date that I wanted to schedule because we didn't know what was going on, all of the lockdowns and all of that. So I kind of had it spread out. So my main concern was I studied the earlier parts of the book months ago. So how do I go back and consolidate that with everything that I've learned recently and make sure I retain all of those coming someday it's like I said it's just a lot of information and 
you could get tested on any single one and it could make a big difference between failing or passing. So I was a bit worried about how could I retain all of them. So what was what was the answer in the end? <laughs> what did you what what changed about your techniques and strategies? What do you think was was most helpful for you? Oh, um definitely two things, the retrieval practice and the space repetition. So retrieval practice I was consistently doing time practice tests whereby I would do an hour, I would schedule an hour, I would do the questions, right? And I would time myself while I'm doing those questions in such a way that this is how much time I need to be allocating for these questions on exam day. And then space repetition is where basically I have to keep going back to all the areas that I've studied, but with more focus on the ones that I guess I'm weak, weaker at. Because there's the they are the ones that I'm kind of having difficulty remembering. So I would repeat those more. But at the end of the day, I would still do like a combination of all the weak and strong areas to make sure I still remember everything. So definitely those two are, are the key things. Flashcards, basically my, um, my best friend now. I have like a bunch of flashcards now that I'm using for this next section I'm studying for it. At first, I was a bit hesitant about the volume of flashcards that stacking up, but then really and truly, I truly really worry about that. It's the same amount of information. Just, it may just look a lot, but it's the same amount of information. So, And they're very helpful in doing like small bits of retrieval practice. Keeps them fresh, you know. Especially if I don't have, like, let's say, an hour to to review. So absolutely, I can agree more. Like the two things you've picked out, definitely the two big things. <laughs> the the first two things that I'd, I'd tell anyone. And I remember we had. Uh, I think we we ended up talking for about three three sessions in the end. I remember um, at least one of them we had to. A chat about making sure you, you you're not burning out because <laughs> you had a ferocious work ethic, and and I think your husband and I were very much on the same page in terms of <laughs> keeping your life in balance. Definitely, because I do have that tendency where you're trying to get something to work, but failing to realize that it's not working. Probably because you're too tired. You need to rest. You need to give yourself a break, and then come back to it when you're fresh. But my default response to that previously would be to just keep hammering it to the point where basically I'm just using time that I eventually wasting time instead of I could just be resting and then starting back up fresh previously. So now I actually can take a break without feeling like, you know what, this isn't working. I could try it again tomorrow or later without feeling like, ah, maybe I should keep going. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in, in guilt-free time off <laughs> and, and that needing that time to, to recharge your batteries. Um, excellent. So we, we chatted a little bit about sort of study techniques and sort of study strategies and, and kind of keeping your, your life in balance. Uh, I just wanted to touch on, on exam technique before we closed off. I suppose perhaps a good way to frame it is if you were advising some of your fellow exam takers come following in your footsteps. What would you tell them about exam technique and how to manage the exam taking process generally? Read the book. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding because I read that book. Remember you told me, um, I, and I don't know if you remember this, but I asked you before I took my, mock ex my first mock exam in the new year, I was actually debating whether I should postpone that or go through with it. And you said you should go through with it because I was afraid about what 
grade I might get, right? Because I have this high expectation of myself to say I need to get a passing grade on this mock. But you've told me that it'll be a good way to gauge where you're at. So you should still go through with it and see where you are from there. So what I did was I think two days before I took the mock, I actually went ahead and read your book. And I applied a lot of the techniques, which I normally would not have if I, if I did. And like, for example, like basically treating the mock exam as if it's the real one. I actually wrote down my schedule as far as how I'm going to do it. Like my exact strategy on exam day, I had to get up at this time because I had to do it in the office where basically less distractions. I have to be at the office at this time. I have to be sitting on the desk at this minute start the exam at this time like exam day basically and followed a lot of the tips like for example one of the key things that I find really important was using every minute that you can for the exam because a lot of times and I'm guilty of this too obviously in the past you get to the point where you kind of like give up like this is too hard um I think this is the right answer. Okay, I'm done. And I still have, let's say, 10 minutes left. But I'm just like so anxious to get out. But then in the book, it's like you should use every single minute that you can to make sure you gather enough points. And to me, that's what I did in the exam. Like every minute I had, like I think I have like one minute left on the timer before I submitted it, like I literally sat there and waited like, no, 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 no. I can hear William telling me use the last minute doing the best that I can. And then, okay, one minute left, submit. (laughs) So that's one thing. Another thing would be like how you would try and answer, like don't get stuck on one question. Basically see if you could, and this is primarily because of the type of person that I am like, If I get stuck on one question, that may affect my confidence in answering the next one. So what I did was on exam day, I actually, I had a timer set for myself to where if it takes more than two minutes to answer a multiple choice question, maybe I should move on. So that's what I did. I picked through the questions that I could get through faster correctly. And then if I had enough time based on the schedule that I have, I went back to the ones that I was having difficulty with and answer them as best as a good time management, you know, and, and it worked. Another favorite that I had was the mindset as far as you feel your, your physical reaction, you feel your heart racing, your mind is like going like that, but really and truly, instead of telling yourself you're actually anxious and nervous, think of it as like you're just actually excited to basically answer the question because you studied so hard for it. You you know you can get the answer right. You just got to read through it. Like that basically helped me a lot because initially I, it would freak me out. Like, okay, like I, I don't know if I can answer this or not. But then again, in my mind, no, no, no. I'm just excited because I've been preparing for this for months. You know, I'm just really excited to apply and get these answers right, questions right, because I know I know what's, what the answer is. And again, being careful with uh, reading the call of the question. That's another thing. Going back, so each mock exam that I took, I would actually go back and reflect on why I think I got the answers wrong. So this is 
my checklist as far as what I need to look at. So this doesn't have anything to do with the content of the exam, but it's mostly about small things that I miss why I got the question wrong. Like, for example, read the question carefully, pay attention to dates, answer what is being asked, check your math. And another thing that really annoys me, which is very small, but makes a big difference with your score would be, did you copy the right choice from your workings? Because it happened to times where when I look back to my answer, it was marked wrong. But then when I go back to my working, but this is my answer. My answer is correct. But when I selected the answer, I actually selected the wrong one. So just rushing through that. On exam day, I wrote it on a piece of paper so I could remember what, what to watch out for. So, you know, because once you're going through it, because you're on the time pressure, it can get lost in the process. So it's good to have it right written down so you have physical reminder of like what you need to watch out for. So I think that's brilliant. The general mistake I think a lot of people make about exams is they don't play the game. <laughs> Every exam is a game. And, you know, there are all sorts of different exams and all sorts of different styles of game and all with their different rules. It's just a matter of figuring out, well, okay, what are the rules of the game that I'm playing and how can I play it to the best of my possible ability? And part of that is obviously the training you put yourself through and the the study plan, but there's also a whole bunch of things about your technique while you're playing the game um, that you can use to to your advantage. You talked about time management, you know, you talked about mindset management, mastering your mindset, uh, dealing with nerves and anxiety. And I love that example, sort of from your mock. You were you were looking through where you missed out on marks and asking yourself, not just did I get that wrong, did I misremember it, whatever. You know, what's the general pattern here? you know, why did I get that wrong? And then, oh, right. Okay. Well, these are the things that really trip me up. And then going that final step and, and writing yourself that little list when you get into the exam, when you've still got your energy fresh and you're as fresh as possible, just taking a couple of seconds just to write down a few things to remember for the exam. For some people that might be kind of key knowledge or equations or something they need for the rest of the exam. And in your case, I love that you're using that to just remind yourself of technique issues that sort of trip you up. And I think that's, I think that's great. I, I love that. I love that been really good to chat really good to catch up and good to celebrate your success so far and really inspiring to hear your ambitions for the remaining three exams let's do it let's crush it <laughs> definitely thank you and thanks again divine remember if you're interested in hiring me as your own study strategy coach as divine did i would be delighted to talk to you you can find out more at examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching Working with me one-on-one is a brilliant way to really efficiently optimise everything about your study game, from your motivation and mindset to your routine and productivity habits, getting a really bespoke solution just for you, right through to your choice of study strategy, working together to really fine-tune your technique, how you approach your learning, and finding as many little wins as possible to make sure that when you do sit down at your desk, you're making absolutely the best use possible of your time. For example, when I was working with Divine, we spent about half an hour in our first session deep diving on her flashcard strategy. And there were quite a few key things about how she was using flashcards that we could fix and put right. And that really helped her learn far, far more in the same amount of time, which was great because we could then use the rest of the session to agree a study routine, which avoided her having to stay up all night, getting that work-life balance right, as well as giving her the time she needs in her life to work on her career, as well as sleep and rest and take care of all her other life commitments, not least her family. 
Everyone's different. I try to give as much advice as possible in these podcasts. But if you need a little bit more handholding or personal advice, or are just really looking to take your study game to the best possible level, so you can just get the absolute best grades you can with the least stress or worry, then I'd be delighted to work with you one-on-one as your coach. As I say, if you'd like to explore how I might be able to help you to do that, head to examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching to find out more and inquire today. It would be my absolute pleasure to help you achieve top grades in less time and with less stress. For now, I'd just like to wish you every success in your studies, and I look forward to seeing you back on the podcast next week. Thanks again for listening today. Just before you go, did you know you can hire William as your very own coach and mentor to show you the stress-free way to ace your exams by studying smarter, not harder? Find out how at examstudyexpert.com slash coaching.